Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to again empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the live podcast, the LYF podcast. Once again, um, my name is Monica. I will be your host today. I'm also the founder and the director of the Love Yourself Foundation. So today, I'm super excited because we are going to start highlighting different team members um, every month. And this month, we're going to be highlighting Jerome Washington. He is our live video production designer and editor. And I'm just going to pass it over to him to give us a little bit more of an overview on what he does specifically uh, for OIF and just in, in his regular life too. So hello, Jerome. Hello, Monica. Uh, thanks for the introduction. Uh, yeah, as you said, I'm Jerome, uh, video production designer and editor for the Love Yourself Foundation. Um, yeah, I haven't been doing this for too long, but I mean, I love every bit of it. It's, it's, it's a growing process for sure, but I feel like it's going smoothly and the, the vision for it is, is still alive and well, and hopefully it'll take us to a really good place in the future. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, the first question I want to ask you, Jerome, is to tell us one thing that you love about yourself. Maybe that's one thing that's helped you to get through some tough challenges. Um, just or just that one thing that just keeps you going that you're just so grateful that you possess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, very good question. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I always come across this quote and it's like when you ask somebody uh, to, to tell them, to tell you about the things that they love, like how long does it take them to talk about themselves? Uh, and so I always, I always try to like internalize that. And like usually when I'm having a bad day or something like that, I will think about that question. It's like, no, like it's okay to love yourself. Um, but uh, I would say one thing that I love about myself is uh, my optimism i guess or mm. my uh pragmaticism i guess when i was younger i was very optimistic very optimistic about the future and mm. as i've gone through life i've realized that sometimes you have to be more grounded you have to be more grounded in reality and so i would say like these days i'm more pragmatic but definitely with a, a optimistic lean uh, that mm -hmm. things will get better and, and the holding on to hope uh, and so, yeah, I love that about myself that I'm, I'm definitely like always looking on the bright side because I mean, without the, you know, getting your life meaning and always trying to find the positive, then it's like, what's the point, you know, if we're here, mm -hmm. we might as well have a good time doing it. 
Exactly, exactly. And I find it just, it's a good way to just uh, be forward thinking and it helps to provide solutions, right? Um, and I love asking that question because sometimes it's hard for people really to understand what it is it that I love about myself or some people um, maybe haven't contemplated that. And like you said, it's so important to uh, to take a step back and realize, you know, it's okay to show some love to me too, you know, and because I think uh, a lot of us maybe growing up, we're like, no, we kind of shied away maybe from talking about ourselves and we're, we're taught to think like, oh, let's really egotistical or what have you. Right. But I think like just finding that balance um, and owning it, you know, really owning the gifts that you possess and really that your gift matters for the whole. So I'm really grateful that you, um, that you're here with us, you know, that you're on this team and not only just part of, just part of the community, because I think that's what a lot of people will say that, I mean, I've, I first met you probably a couple of years ago, um, just in the, in the different, in the open mic scene. And mm-hmm. just, I remember just the first time I ever saw you perform and um, just the, I don't know, just like the, you just feel it. You feel exactly what you talked about. Like just, just like that love, that optimism coming through your words and through your music. So um, it's a true honor, honestly, to have been able to work with you more closely um, and on, in a different format, you know, too, not necessarily uh, the open mics, but well, you know, once we get to do those again, then that'll be really mm-hmm. fun. But it's just, yeah, it's just been a joy to get to know you more and just to work with you and just see other sides of your talent. So super awesome to have you, Jerome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here and to be a part of the, the LYF and to help out wherever I can. I think it's always so funny to, to look back and when I first started going to open mics, I never, like, it was never with the intention of like, oh yeah, like one day I'll be a production and designer with uh, a whole foundation. <laughs> like, no, like it was just, it was just about being authentic. It was about sharing and, and, and a little bit of me and a little bit of that optimism and, and but realism too. So. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And um, awesome. Well, I think that this leads nicely to the next question I have for you is, at what point did you become inspired to do video production work? What was that landmark landmark moment in your life that um, that you saw like the the power of art and the power that it actually has in healing yourself and the ability it has to help others too and their healing? I don't know if there was a, exactly a, a moment, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like a, a lot of my life or like my own experiences, I feel like they kind of they kind of definitely build. I feel like I, there's like this momentum that's kind of like pushing me forward and things kind of like, uh, like eventually lead up to something. And I've, one of those things I would say is like writing. I've always been a very avid writer, uh, mm-hmm. writing fiction, poetry, spoken word, uh, music, all, all of it. I've always loved it. And I think just eventually that led me to video and, and how it's a, a different medium that, can offer just as much richness as writing or like poetry can and and it's just a more visual format it's it has a a broad reach because everybody can consume that and and 
even those that might be like a struggle reader, they can still kind of get the story and the essence from watching video. And, and mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of what like led me to like wanting to get involved in like production design and, and, and that kind of stuff. And because it's, it's, it's all a story and I feel there's so much power in the stories that we tell and, and share with one another and kind of going into that second part is, is I feel like stories and, and writing and fiction, it's, it's all, it's all language, it's all how we communicate with each other. And it's the problem of knowledge is the problem of language. And I feel like if we're all stuck inside our heads, you know, we, we don't bridge that gap. And I feel like mm -hmm. through, through writing and through video that we kind of realize that people share in our experiences and help us not feel so alone. And I feel like that has the healing power to be able to see that, Oh, other people have these thoughts too. Other people who are going through mm -hmm. these things and, and being able to showcase that in the video world, I guess that's what drives me and, and what I don't know, interests me about it. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm remembering too, I believe it was uh, last year. I think you entered in a contest uh, with UNLV like mm -hmm. a video yeah and I remember that video like I still remember it and it was so powerful and what I loved about it too is that it showcased um like our beautiful desert you know yeah. and, and it's just so wonderful because that's one of my passions too is to show to the world like, the different sides of Vegas and it isn't just right the casinos and and all that it's so many other aspects um, so I find like it's been for me personally such a gift to um, connect with people like you like in the in the downtown community because in, in our own way right we're all just showing different sides of what Vegas is and that there is so much more depth um, to what people are often seeing you know and <laughs> and whatever marketing Las Vegas is doing. <laughs> oh definitely. So, Mm hmm. So, but yeah, just, and I think that was probably the first time. Yeah, it was probably the first video I ever saw of yours. And I was so taken back. It was so beautiful, beautifully done. Um, and uh, so I'm really grateful, honestly, that you've taken this path and, and that you've found that you, you can bring so much to, to the world through that medium. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's funny because mm -hmm. that was the first video I've ever really made. And so really? I was, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I definitely fumbled my way through it. I shot the whole thing on like my drone and like, even for the close up shots, I just like held it. Um, Cause I just like, I just need a camera that can do like all this stuff. And so I just used like a drone and used like just one frame rate. And it, it I definitely grown since then, but I think mm -hmm. even, I don't know, it, it kind of showcases the power of like intention and passion and where even if things aren't perfect and, and things wouldn't be considered like excellent and like whatever mm -hmm. medium you're using, like still, like if you're passionate about it, if you still put your intention into it, like you can still connect with others. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I find that that's so important in life is like a lot of times it's, Cause I reflect on, on my life too. It's like, it's really just like that, that interest, right? Like that, in, what you said, that intention, that passion, that that's, that's what keeps you going. And that you're, like you said, you might fumble along the way, but you just get back up and you're like, okay, well, I learned that. Now I know not to do that. <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do that, you know? <laughs> 
So, well, I'm so awesome. That's awesome. But I didn't know that was your first one for, for me, you know, as someone that I'm not too well versed in, in the technicalities of video production and all that. I love, I thought it was like so cool. I was like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. thanks. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So my next question is, um, as we know, words are so healing. Um, so at what point did you realize the magnetic and the healing effect words can really have, not I mean, on yourself and, and on others? Uh, probably like from a young age, I was mm-hmm. uh, an, an avid uh, Saturday morning cartoon watcher. Oh, <laughs> me too. And, uh, <laughs> And so one of the uh, one of the shows that I would watch, it, it's I mean most people have heard of it uh, by now, but it was a, a Japanese anime. It's called Naruto, and like mm-hmm. I didn't really have a a whole lot of like role models growing up or mm-hmm. anything like that. There wasn't like that. I never had that like kind of like mentor, and so mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess just wanting some kind of like direction. I, I kind of like turned towards like fictional characters and stuff. And I felt like that story, like, yeah, there's like action and engines, totally fiction, but I feel like deeper than that, it's about connecting with those that disagree with you and, and loving them despite like your differences and, and mm-hmm. how even that, if you're given a, a shitty start to life, like, as long as you have that future goal in mind, like it can always be overcome. And I think through that, it, yes. and, and also like paying attention to like the Harry Potter stories and how those have connected so many people. And it's just, it's all fiction, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's kind of like gives us that, um, that, that it gives us the opportunity to live like vicariously through these like fic- fictional characters and kind of like see ourselves in them and, and see like, okay, how will we react in these different situations? And I think that initially was how I discovered that words like have power and, and mm-hmm. they can mean so much across generations. And even now I have friends that they're like, Oh, I'm giving these to my, my sons, my daughters. And because they're alive and they're well, and they have that effect on people where they can, Mm-hmm. definitely change the mindsets that they feel like even more so kind of from fictional stories is because they're not so grounded in reality they can give us a glimpse into possibility and potential of what could be so yeah, yeah. that's I think that's where ignited my my I guess my uh awareness of the power of words and, and stories mm, that's so inspiring and I and I love that and I identify a lot with with that too and the aspect of uh just uh uh, deriving inspiration from fantasy and and i think it's so wonderful too like when you're a kid like you're just so tapped into your imagination and unfortunately so many people lose that along the way and uh so i'm just i'm so happy to hear like you're just still so tapped into that and the work that you're doing it, it shows you know it shows that you you uh you carry that with you and I think that's so important like never forgetting never forgetting the little kid in you you know because a lot of times is uh I like to think like we're just all we're all just big kids you know we're just these kids in bigger bodies and we have to remember like our remember and that's how we create like a fulfilling life I think and never forgetting 
um, what it was that we didn't want to experience anymore and, and how we, we do have a lot of power in building a, a, a future, a life that we, that we want to live. Um, and so, so that yeah, it's really, really inspiring Jerome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this goes really well into talking about the new, um, LIF video series, the share left discuss. So tell us a little bit more about the mission and the overall impact, um, that you want to ensure is, is pretty much translated through, through the video series and tell us to what, what excites you the most about the series. So for share, love, discuss, uh, I guess my thought process, uh, for getting started with it was definitely, I mean, I wanted to keep it grounded in, in, the, the heart and mission of the Love Yourself Foundation is to over overcoming like um, different like aspects of our life that we might be going through, but through through love, loving yourself and, and through healing. And I kind of definitely tried to uh, adopt that in, in, in the name and in the spirit. And I mean, so far, I think it's going well. Uh, yes. But... Mm -hmm. <laughs> So yeah, I would say the the share part um, was uh, was about that that allowing others to express themselves. That there's, as I said earlier, there's there's so much power to just being able to express yourself and allow other people to see you um, express mm -hmm. yourself because that's how people connect. And, and maybe it's not always through words. Maybe it's through just uh, a mannerism, a behavior, because people all have quirks. And maybe like somebody like scratches their head weird, and they're like, "I do that same thing." Uh, <laughs> and and so I feel like that that definitely uh, is the share part, and then the love part is the the center of it all. The the, mm -hmm. the glue that connects connects everything, and and the intention set in it. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of media out there that are wanting to do something along the same lines where they want to they want to give real people real voices they want to go out there and really document mm -hmm. things how they are uh, but I feel like that that where we come from as far as love being the center is it's everything is kind of directed by our intentions and our biases and while mm -hmm. I think a lot of places they they want to drive views and and just to get more ratings, more likes or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like with putting heart at the center, you know, it's not, it's not for the purpose of getting fear to get people to watch. It's for, I feel like there's a, another powerful force other than fear and it's mm -hmm. an inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we're authentic to that, that love, then it, it kind of comes back to that. Like I, I always yes. think of, uh, different uh, trade workers, you know, the electrician, he'll come inside a house and he'll look at all the wires he'll look at the outlets. But if it's a plumber, they're looking at leaks and they're looking at like mold spots. Mm -hmm. and, and the AC guy is like looking to see if like, where's the cold air coming from? And I feel it, the mm -hmm. intention for the, for the series and it's definitely love, you know, where, where the intention is to find love wherever we can. And even in adverse yeah. Uh, hard, difficult conversations, and it's the purpose is to inspire, and mm -hmm. kind of leading to the last part is to discuss is 
is to talk about it because I feel like we are, our existence is kind of validated through other people. And if there was no one around, you know, like who would your own be? Like I would have this idea, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to test it out. People wouldn't be able to respond <laughs> to it. And, and I feel mm-hmm. like so much of our interactions make up who we are. And, and so that being able mm-hmm. to allow people that medium to freely discuss, to freely share, um, allows us again to connect and, and more, uh, move closer to a place of, uh, understanding and, and healing and, and, and love. So that's the, how I thought of it, um, uh, getting started. And as far as like what I'm most excited about is, is hopefully being creating something that survives like long, long after I, I'm like done or whatever, or mm-hmm. something that, that can definitely like take on a life of its own. And it's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's no longer, uh, Jerome behind the camera, but it, it's mm-hmm. definitely, it's more people, it's more inclusive, it's more uh, diverse, and it, it, it's all people like being able to try to, I guess, grow this share love discuss because I feel like it definitely has the, the potential to, to change minds, change hearts, and get us to a better place. Absolutely. That was so beautifully said. And uh... Yeah, I think by the time that this episode will air, um, we'll have already released the first one. Um, so the first uh, episode on race in America. And um, so, yeah, I guess we can talk a little bit about it here, too. And just uh, the overall impact that we hope that video has had or will have, right, especially in the times that um, that we're living in right now, such turbulent times. and. And have, like you said, having these um, difficult conversations that need to be done, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. if we uh, want to evolve in a more harmonious way. Um, is there anything you want to add about the first episode or any, any things that, that you learned from, from, from filming that? Yeah, yeah. It's, like you said, it's, it's difficult conversations to have. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the fact that they're inherently difficult means, I, I guess, kind of show like or highlights uh, how important they are at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, the the first part to to understanding, and even if it's it seems like it's going nowhere, like it's difficult. It's difficult to understand like what's going on in another person's mind, what's going on in another person's perspective and experience, and. Mm-hmm because of that it's harder it's harder to get to a solution it's harder to have this answer but at the same time even if we don't arrive at a perfect answer there's there's still inclusiveness there's still dialogue there's still discussion so even if we can't fully understand what's going on in another person's mind we can at least like begin the steps to understanding that and Race in America mm-hmm. is, is about that. It's, it's, we had uh, uh, Dr. Robert Futrell. We had uh, my friend who's a working artist. He's pretty much all, he's on his final steps of getting his PhD is, uh, with, uh, I, want, I want to say it's African American studies, and he specifically focuses on um, black men in higher education. 
and mm -hmm. we had uh, Mel, who's also a part of the Love Yourself Foundation. She's mm -hmm. awesome, and and Juan, and so we definitely try to get a diverse group to to talk about these these issues, and and I felt like it was definitely healing, and and definitely raised some questions that aren't necessarily being talked about mm -hmm. very broadly, but definitely need attention needs to be brought to these questions as well, and mm -hmm. and. Even though it was a, a tough conversation, I feel like all of our panelists handled it well and mm -hmm. offered very insightful ideas and and hopefully those ideas and expressions carry on to a bigger audience and and kind of talking with the uh, the whole purpose, I guess, for the share love mm -hmm. discuss is, is I always kind of think about change uh starts on a small level i definitely love that mm -hmm. we're including people in our local community it's it's all definitely vegas centered for now and mm -hmm. that's kind of like how things work you know we can't shape the whole like united states with one idea you know things mm -hmm. things have to start somewhere and then they get adopted by bigger institutions and so maybe mm -hmm. this is how things will move forward eventually is as far as like being adopted and creating really widespread change but i definitely believe in the power of starting small starting with people around you because those are who directly affect our lives the most so absolutely and i always you know i always think of uh like when a seed is planted right like a seed is so tiny and uh, then the magnitude of whatever plant it'll end up becoming or a flower or eventually in some cases a ginormous sequoia tree you know so it's it's amazing just like the power of just planting a seed and in this case planting a seed in the form of a thought and how it really just starts with having these vulnerable conversations and and uh and it's a grassroots effort and it's it's named grassroots for a reason like we have to start at the root you know and and our local community so hopefully like you said it'll start to just expand and expand and expand and expand um so i love that and i love um i think too what's interesting is i find more and more just empathy i find it is it's coming in in different sectors more and more and i think you know, I don't know if you have aspiration of eventually maybe becoming like, like a director of who, you know, what type, any, <laughs> what type of films and you know, but I find like that empathetic quality that you have is very important because I, I really believe that in our lifetime, like these next 50 years are going to be extremely transformative and not only like is it in, as a man, right? But to possess that empathetic quality is so important and it's gonna be more and more and more and more important as we evolve. So um, I'm just so grateful again <laughs> to just be alongside people like you um, doing this type of work because um, the world needs hearts to be opened right now. So just awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I thank you for allowing me the opportunity because of course. Like I, I, I know mm -hmm. I don't feel like I would have uh this much um uh, I guess freedom or yeah, just opportunity to even like engage in this type of uh storytelling. And so I I thank you, I think the Love Yourself Foundation for having me and for bringing me on because it's definitely good. I I definitely want to 
bring my like, best qualities forward and, and offer them mm-hmm. to 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 you to the organization and and to people around us and and within our ecosystem our culture yes well you do so you do a great job at it jerome (laughs) um so our last question ties in well with some of the comments you've just said um so really you know the times that we're living in poses an interesting question to reflect on if our actions if they're promoting life and evolution or if our actions are adversely promoting death and deconstruction. So with the times as turbulent and as crazy as they are right now with COVID, with racial tension and with everything else, what is your, what piece of advice can you tell people um, to keep that optimism, to keep that creativity and that inspiration burning in their heart and to help build a more loving and sustainable world? Good question. Good question. <laughs> One piece of advice to stay optimistic. <laughs> or a few. <laughs> <laughs> or a few pieces of advice. What I usually do is when I um, think about, when I write, especially like poetry, spoken word, I always, it always starts with me, like thinking about like, oh, like what can I share with others? What will help others? Um, but, a, but it never finishes that way. It always turns into uh, what what I, do I feel like can help me. And I feel like what helps me then can in turn like help others. So I'll like answer mm-hmm. that by like what kind of advice I like I give to myself. Um, mm-hmm. So how I stay optimistic and how I deal with these tough times in, in, certain, in certain times for sure is I, I try to focus on the people that are around me. I try to make sure that like my, my romantic partner is like good and happy. I try to make sure that like my family's good, that like everyone's healthy, that we're all talking to one another. I talk to my friends. I mean, I, I love talking to you guys on our, our weekly or monthly meetings. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I feel like they provide two purposes for me is so we can discuss, you know, where we're, where we're at, where, where we're going, but then also to just hear how each other is doing. And I feel like that's very important. And yeah, I feel like I, I start with the people around me, the people around me, I make mm-hmm. sure they're good. And I, I, I always kind of think of that like tribe or that village, but definitely the people that are closest to me, I try to take care of them. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, if, if they're good, then maybe they can reach out to the people that are around them too. And, and as we mm-hmm. just talked about, like spreading the seed, I think that um, that reciprocity and, and kindness can also be spread and, and, you know, you plant seeds in everybody. And then, and then mm-hmm. you know, even if it stops somewhere along the line, at least you know that like your inner circle is good and that you have peace of mind and you have love that are, you're surrounded with personally. So even when I look at crazy headlines about not anti-protest, but like a protest against a protest, it, and it, you know that's not going to get anybody anywhere because mm-hmm. we're we're not we're not, we're not the whole purpose is just for the people protesting against the protest. It's like your purpose is based off of another person's purpose, which mm-hmm. kind of dilutes it. So even if you if they were like saying something constructive, it's it's it 
it's just to counter protest and so it doesn't get anywhere <laughs> so even when i see things that are like discouraging like that it, it's it's i think back to like the discussion panels of race in america and and just the conversations mm -hmm. that i have with people around me where we can at least have a talk freely and, and feel open and feel that you know we're going to be heard and we're going to feel loved mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I feel like this first piece of advice is definitely start with those around you. Definitely make sure mm -hmm. the people that are closest to you are taken care of. And I feel like the second part is uh, don't go too far deep in the rabbit hole. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's it's definitely tempting as far as like the the interesting conspiracy theories out there about COVID, mm -hmm. about um, now there's conspiracies about the... the uh, explosion that took place in Beirut and mm -hmm. there's there's always going to be endless conspiracy theories and and, mm -hmm. and though it's tempting uh definitely find like some good like neutral places to get news I usually turn mm -hmm. to like BBC Al Jazeera uh to kind of stay my keep myself grounded as well as the review journal and I don't know how mm -hmm. biased the review journal is but it definitely like kind of ties into the first one where you know, take care of your community i can't take mm -hmm. worry about the world if like vegas is on fire um exactly. so so yeah definitely uh, don't don't buy into the conspiracy or focus on those closest around you don't buy into mm -hmm. all the stories out there and like it's just going to confuse mm -hmm. you and, and hamper your ability to focus and and create mm -hmm. the change that you want to do um and if I can give a third piece of advice. Yeah. Let's see, it would be uh, still focus on yourself. Uh, we're talking about loving yourself and, and definitely love yourself, focus on your future. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of like a paradoxical like statement, but everyone kind of tries to tailor the future to best suit themselves and so we we definitely want to try to help out as much people as possible i think that's like the ethical thing to do but at the same time you have to think about what kind of life do you want to live what kind of future mm -hmm. do you want your your family to be around and and then like if you're uh, a musician if you're like a fashion designer and things are definitely hard for a lot of artists and it's definitely discouraging mm -hmm. but I think hold on to that future that you want to envision for yourselves and those around you because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's the only way things get better we can uh i think in that in the covid video we did it was uh the the cynics and skeptics never changed the world a quote mm. by jfk it's it's we need that optimism we need the people yes. who are trying to build and not destroy and people who are willing to adapt and change for the better and not just keep things the same because it benefits them but benefits mm -hmm. more people so those are my three pieces of advice that I try to well, take in so hopefully they help others absolutely those are wonderful and um, thank you so much Jerome um, and I think uh, yeah right now is what you said stay balanced stay focused um, stay grounded really um, in, in yourself and others and the information that you're intaking so so thank you for that because I, I really resonate with everything that you've said. Um, so 
Yeah, well, those are all the questions I have. Do you have any 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 uh, last minute thoughts to share before we sign off? Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so excited <laughs> to continue working with you and and everyone to to build that better future. So I yes. thank you, thank everybody. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. So happy to be working with you. So happy to be interviewed. I mean, this is. Cool. Cool. that doesn't really happen too often so yeah thank you. <laughs> of course Jerome thank you thank you for just uh, being you honestly and the work that you do and and the the powerful work that you're doing and all and all the and all the ways that you choose to express your art um and just again the representation and the leadership that you are showing right now because I think I feel like right now the the, the true like the leadership that the world needs right now is heart-centered people so i'm um, so thank you for for being that person and um for just being part of like you said the the rebuilding the that of a more loving and a more sustainable world for for all yes thank you thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah you're welcome you're welcome too uh, heart first hearts in the center always <laughs> always <laughs> Awesome, everyone. Well, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Um, if you're new and you, this is your first time hearing us, be sure to follow us, um, subscribe, and find us on Facebook, Instagram at the LY Foundation. Please be sure to leave us a review and rate our, our podcast as we would love to hear some feedback. So thank you, everybody. Talk to you all soon.